Welcome to the Wedding Video Boss Podcast, where we talk about the business of being a wedding creative and also a peek into my world as a wedding videographer that is really sexy. I'm your host, Paul Santiago. Today, we're going to focus on an industry practice, which is posting prices on your website. Some vendors do it, some don't, and they have their own reasons for doing so. So I'm going to share with you why we posted our prices and why we stopped doing it. All that in this segment that I should have called Tipost or Not Tipost. All right, we're firing it up. First, let me tell you why we posted our prices. When we were starting out, we posted our prices so that people could see them immediately. So it was a tactic to instantly attract the price hunters. Instead of us getting an email from people asking, you know, how much do you charge? I would love to see your prices. What are your packages? They can already see them on our site. So this enables us to filter away the lowballers. In the words of the first U.S. president, George Washington, experience teaches us that it is much easier to prevent an enemy from posting themselves than it is to dislodge them after they have got possession. Isn't that great? Some clients understandably have a low budget and they'll respect your fees after seeing them on the site. But low ballers, they'll completely ignore your prices and they're going to ask for the lowest you could give. So they only shop based on price tags and out value. We posted our prices to keep them away and make it easier for the price shoppers to know how much we charge. You know, that's the nature of the game. Posting prices on the website saved us time and effort, and it enabled us to talk to the people that we really wanted to work with. Having said that, the second reason we posted our prices is to attract potential clients who fall under our price range. So our prices, they've been synonymous with our brand. We became known for them, which is both both a good thing and a bad thing. I'll explain in a bit. Couples do tons of research. Some already have a set budget and some only have a, you know, they only have a ballpark figure. So we posted our fees to pre-sell our services and help potential clients approach us easier since they already have a clear idea of how much to spend for. We created a pricing strategy that fit our marketing and our branding plan. Showing our prices established our positioning and enabled us to level with the clients that have certain reach to their spending power. And of course, they have specific tastes and they care about the outcome. So in creating your own rates, you got to identify and you study the type of clients you want to work with. And then afterwards, then you lock into those numbers. Believe that you're worth it and post your prices with confidence. Why? Because this industry is ever-changing. There's really no correct way to devise a pricing strategy. I mean, you could totally create your own price structures that will help your ideal clients make the decision to book you. So the third reason why we posted our prices was to build trust and be transparent. Novelist and poet George MacDonald said that to be trusted is a greater compliment than being loved. So your style, your creativity, your visual flair... Those may be the initial reasons why potential clients become drawn to you, right? But establishing trustworthiness and earning the client's faith 
It takes time and it takes a genuine need to help tell their story. So being honest about our prices, it helped open up a conversation and establish legitimacy. You know, that we weren't out to charge a premium and fall short of expectations. Making our pricing info accessible made it easy for them to understand our value. We even highlighted our reviews from past clients to show our pricing model. And then we try to communicate our values of professionalism and honesty based on the relationship we've established. So if you're concerned that your competitors will learn about your rates, guess what? They already know about your rates. People do shop around for prices, and so information get passed around easily, especially now that we're in the age of the internet. So what you do, you just focus on yourself instead. Establish and strengthen your unique selling proposition. Take advantage of SEO. You know, people searching online, they punch in specific keywords related to weddings. And this presents tons of SEO opportunities. You can take advantage of keywords or phrases, you know, that will direct the right kind of traffic to your website. Okay, so to help you get an idea on which ones are the most popularly used, you could look them up on sites such as um, Mondovo. That's M-O-N-D-O-V-O. Or WordStream, that's easier. <laughs> you can use pricing keywords such as wedding budget or wedding package or videography cost, wedding video packages or others to drive traffic. Those are the three reasons why we used to post our prices. So again, to filter out lowballers, to attract potential clients, and to be transparent. So now let me share with you why we stopped posting our prices. First, our prices, they influenced our reputation. I have a friend who once told me that our reputation in the industry was we were a low-budget vendor because of our prices, but we were cheap. At first, I didn't really care, but after a while, I realized that the image didn't serve us at all, and it even hurt our business. So if we kept posting our prices, that reputation being low-end would have resulted to you know, more expensive marketing efforts, lost revenue, and missed opportunities from potential clients. We realized that having that kind of label hurts your brand. It, it creates a dent on your credibility and, you know, it just degrades the way the clients perceive your work. The second reason was we shifted towards customized pricing. We know that each wedding is unique and preparation has a lot of factors at play. The couple's budget, the locations, the hours of work to cover. So as we worked with couples with different requirements, we shifted from offering fixed packages to we, we like design more customized quotes to achieve three things. Number one is to address everything that the couple needs. The second one is to ensure satisfaction and the third one is to maximize our earnings, which is my favorite part. So by offering fixed packages and posting them on our site, it just didn't become practical in the long run. Clients have different needs and customized pricing became the better approach. It enabled us to treat each of them with the care that they deserve. So for us to be able to achieve a win-win situation, we needed to sit down with the client get to know them, have a conversation, and, you know, 
really listen. You know, when you do those things, it really manages expectations and you create a, a bond with them. So in the end, we agree on a customized price that was fair and will help them the most. Remember that the information written on your website should show what you could provide and it should spark enough curiosity and compel clients to, to get in touch with you so you can talk about pricing. So what you need to do is, you know, flex your copywriting skills. If you're not good at it, YouTube it or maybe just hire a copywriter. The third and final reason why we stopped posting our prices was because they were changing. We found it difficult to change prices from time to time because client increase would come in on the same day that we decide to do it. And it sucks. So they would reach out to us based on the old prices they saw on the site. And because they saw the old prices, we didn't have a choice but to honor them. One time we lowered our prices for a limited period. So we could just secure bookings. Imagine if I posted those rates on the site and a client who just finished booking us saw that we made a change. Man, we're going to be in trouble. So to recap, we stopped posting prices because of these three reasons. They affected our reputation. We shifted to customized pricing and that our prices were changing. Since we stopped posting our fees, our image changed. We began to be perceived as a higher-end vendor. Our perceived value increased because our name equated to, to excellence, quality, sexiness, and great service. <laughs> our brand status was elevated, which, you know, benefited our business. Now, I've seen a lot of people do this, and most of them say this anyway, that you should post your starting price. To be honest, I don't want to do this. I don't think it works. For me... You're filtering out the people who have the potential to buy your product. So, for example, a client will approach you and say that their budget is $1,500. And then they find out that the normal budget is $3,000, $4,000. When they see that their budget falls way below the starting price, they're just going to walk away thinking that their budget's no good. That's why I don't think you should post the starting at price because it's not practical. You are limiting your client's spending power. Okay, one time we met a client who reached out with a budget of, I think it was like $1,650 or $1,700. So even if they saw the starting prices on our site, they still went to the office. We met with them and afterwards, they booked a package worth $4,000. See, sometimes clients, they just don't really have a clue on how much to spend. So don't limit their spending power. We chose to post and not to post prices based on our experiences and what we believed were the right moves that helped scale our business. So whether you choose to post your prices or not, that's totally your call. As long as you know your worth and you're confident that you can deliver. Your website is your primary selling platform. It's your tool and your extension of yourself as a professional. Actor Ansel Elgort said, you are the main news platform. So no publication has much power as you do about posting about yourself. I think a great way to know which works is to test them out. So if one option fits your marketing efforts and provides the most benefits for you and your potential clients, then you'll know you made the right decision. To post or not to post prices on one's website deserves more discussion. So I'd love to get your thoughts. Let's continue the conversation.
Why do you choose to post or why don't you choose to post? Let me know. I hope this episode was able to help you out. If you're thinking, well, since he saved me time and money and he looks like he's always hungry, I wonder if there's a way I could give him a dollar for his trouble. You're in luck. I started a Patreon page and you could pledge as low as a dollar to show your support and keep the show going. So just head on to www.patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash wedding video boss you'll see the same sweet old podcast and more actually tons more different tiers can get you great things like transcripts of all the latest episodes this is for those who don't have time to listen for an hour. There's also a Facebook mastermind group that's limited to a number of patrons where we talk about business and I concentrate and to help you build your business. And I'm so excited for this one because it's extra episodes just for the hardcore fans. But if you like money and you just want to keep it to yourself, I'm throwing all these information goldness for free, so I'd really appreciate it if you help me out by subscribing, rating, or leaving a review. Thanks so much to those who already did it. Thanks so much for listening. It means the world to me. Watch out for the next episode of the Wedding Video Boss podcast. Till then, play nice if you can't win. Be nice, especially if you're good looking. Boss man out. <laughs>